The Holy Gospel according to John, the 15th chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus said, I am the true vine, and my Father is the vine grower. My Father removes every branch in me that bears no fruit. Every branch that bears fruit, my Father prunes to make it bear more fruit. You have already been cleansed by the word that I have spoken to you. Abide in me as I abide in you. Just as the branch cannot bear fruit by itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. Those who abide in me and I in them bear much fruit, because apart from me you can do nothing. Whoever does not abide in me is thrown away like a branch and withers. Such branches are gathered, thrown into the fire, and burned. If you abide in me, and my words abide in you, ask for whatever you wish, and it will be done for you. My Father is glorified by this, that you bear much fruit, and become my disciples. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Grace to you and peace from God, our Creator, and our risen Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. I don't know about you all, but imagining ourselves as branches interconnected to one another through a central vine, it's a bit more difficult when we aren't together in person. Today's gospel story is a part of what's known as Jesus' farewell discourse from the Gospel of John. In fact, we've been hearing bits and pieces of that discourse during this Easter season because it was what the disciples heard that very first Easter after Jesus' resurrection. And today we hear Jesus speaking yet again through metaphor about something very important although not something as complicated as his metaphors can sometimes be. What is that something? Summed up in one word, friends, love. Love that is that immovable, unchanging, unconditional thing that connects us to our God and to one another. Whether we worship and interact as a Christian community in person or online, love is present. God is present. Love is shared and received. Love is lived out. Love is greater than anything you might imagine that could disconnect us from our Lord Jesus, our strong vine. And it may be harder to feel, to observe, and to live out in this online format, but that doesn't mean that there isn't It isn't there for us to receive and to share. Even if our internet gives out, if we are disconnected literally because our internet gives out, which is a real possibility, love is still there. Our connectedness is still there. If anything, just like for the disciples in this story today, everything that we have been through in this more than a year of pandemic that has cut us off from the rest of the world, from each other, 
it has helped us realize all the more of our necessity of connection to God through Christ and through Christ to one another. You see, all of our readings today exhibit deeply relational imagery. That there is not only a mutual interdependence between believers as the body of Christ, but also between God and the body of believers. It brings great comfort and affirmation for this pastor to know how much emphasis our Savior put in his ministry and his preaching on the importance of relationships. Because you see, I am a deeply relational person myself when it comes to ministry. And the limits of this pandemic to the traditional ways that I minister in relationships has been really dismaying to me. And honestly, I've noticed how much it's changed me too, both in a ministerial way, but also a social way. You know, I love to be vulnerable with you as a way of showing some solidarity and making a point, but I have noticed in myself that I have much more anxiety about social interactions far beyond what I ever used to because of how much they mean to me. And it's not just because I'm worried about being getting sick or my very vulnerable son getting sick. That's part of it, yes. But also, I just have anxiety because it's so unfamiliar. It's so different because I've been doing it online and not in person for so long. But the truth is that's not a problem for God and how God can work in the world. Yes, it's an obstacle within myself to doing relational ministry in the ways that Jesus is calling us to. Because we can do relational ministry in new and different ways. And what are those new ways? Well, even after more than a year of ministry of online, offline, in-person, I'm still trying to figure that out. And I'm always open to suggestions. But Lord knows we all spend way too much time in Zoom meetings or Microsoft Teams meetings or the like. Even though such a gathering wouldn't be work, it wouldn't feel as organic and natural as the real thing. We can all agree. I don't know why, but the idea came to mind this past week, as archaic and maybe juvenile as it sounds. What if we did something like pen pals? Write letters to one another that we send through the mail. Yes, we could send an email, but let's do something fun like write letters to each other. Maybe it sounds pathetic to some of you, but perhaps to others it sounds fun and offbeat, a fun and offbeat way of staying connected. If you're up for it, let me know. I'd be happy to be a pen pal for you. Even keeping the feeling of connectedness to faith, to Jesus during this time can be difficult. But we should feel a sense of solidarity in this regard with those first disciples. They too felt disconnected with Jesus because of their circumstances. So they learned quickly that their effort to stay connected with one another and the growing church was their way of remaining connected to Jesus. And the same is true for us. We can remain connected to Jesus through our Christian community, even if online. 
And I hope you remember and I hope that you agree that although worshiping online is not our preference, it was what we have chosen to do during this time to keep those most vulnerable among us safe and well. In fact, many of you might feel, and especially those not here, that this online worship feels too artificial. I get that. But the fact is, it doesn't matter how we gather. Yes, the effects it has on us may differ, but the meaning is the same. Love is always the same, whether our community is online or in person, however we meet. And remember, dear friends, there is nothing virtual about how we worship and be community, Christian community in this way. I'm grateful to Ivana who reminded me of that early on in the pandemic when I was having a hard time with the idea of online worship and I was advertising this worship at first as virtual worship. There is nothing artificial. There is nothing virtual about Christ present, love present with us now. It is how we do what we can to show one another that love matters. And when all we can do is meet online for, yes, just another hour of screen time in a week chock full of screen time for work and meetings. But if you need to find balance with this form of Christian community, that's okay. We'll always be here for you, whether online or in person. But also know that you can be church and be in Christian community in so many active ways. And if you want to discern and discuss the endless opportunities out there with me sometime, just give me a call. I'm always here. There is a great and well-known quotation, and although not definitely credited to St. Francis of Assisi, it is given credit to him. Preach the gospel at all times, and only when necessary, use words. It's, not, it's now that I wish I could end the preaching of the words of this sermon and take you outside to show you what it means to preach the gospel without words by helping someone in need. But apart from the technical challenges of carrying a laptop on a rainy, windy day, I know, I believe that you all can use your imaginations. God has gifted each and every one of you with so many gifts to be the church, to preach the gospel, to show the love of Christ in the world. So dear friends, go and do these things to the glory of our God. Amen.